Welcome to the First Right Podcast, a weekly conservative news show brought to you by Restoration of America. I'm Jerry Ewalt, Chief Marketing Officer for Restoration of America. And today we are blessed to have, once again, Terry Schilling, an important spokesman for American families. Terry is president of the American Principles Project, the foremost group fighting on behalf of families in America. Terry is right in the middle of the monumentally important 2022 midterms, where America will decide on November 8th whether to reverse the last two years of failure and moral decay. Well, Terry, it's been a year uh, since you were last on the show, and our audience has grown a bit, so why don't you share with us the guiding principles of American Principles Project? Well, thanks so much for having me, Jerry. We're huge fans of you guys at Restoration. Uh, what American Principles Project does is very simple. We're the NRA for family values. That means we organize families in politics. We make politicians pay a price when they pass anti-family laws. And then when we win these campaigns and elections, we then leverage those wins into legislative changes. So a great example of how we operate is we ran a ton of uh, ads against Democrats in 2020 on the women's sports issue for their legislation mm -hmm. that would allow boys to compete in girls sports. After that, we went to the states and passed it in 18 states. We're now up to 18 states that have actually protected women's sports, um, and we've gotten federal legislation passed. So that's the model. It's not rocket science. It's what every other special interest group does. We're just applying it to the family because the family hasn't had a voice in Washington, D.C. or our state legislatures, and um, it's time for that to change. Yeah, and, and you guys haven't been busy at all over the last couple of years, have you? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> no, we... We, we've had so our work has been cut out for us, but you know what? It's so rewarding because we get to actually go meet a lot of these families who have had to deal with these policies firsthand, whether it's, you know, trying to sexualize our kids in schools or yeah. change their gender. But we've gotten to work with them. And so it's very rewarding and we're making progress and we're going to win. Um, but it's it's building something. That's for sure. And it's that's awesome. a lot of work. Yeah, no, it, it, we're, we're so grateful for what you you and the whole organization is doing. It's amazing. And I, I reflected back on that 12 months ago because we were sitting right before a big election, right, in Virginia. It was the governor's race. And there was, a, there was one, one, there was a couple topics, but one of the main topics that came out of that had to do with parents and what they, their involvement in schools and what they were, their kids were being taught. And what we learned, we had all these uh, parents across the country learn that their kids were under attack by the schools. Maybe they didn't even know it, but they knew it 12 months ago. And I always kind of view this as this was the, uh, the time where, you're, where kids' imagination were, run, were allowed to run wild. Kind of like when you're a five-year-old and you think, well, you know, I'm a boy, but I'm going to play as a girl today, or I'm a girl, I'm going to play as a boy. Maybe I'll be an animal today. I mean, this is normal five-year-old type of behavior, but something you wouldn't expect to happen in middle school in high school, and not only happened there, but encouraged by teachers. And that was one of the big things that we uncovered, uh, you, yourself included, uh, in, in, the 20, in, in last year's governor's race. And here we were starting off with, um, there, was a, there was a big event that happened, kind of a lightning rod that you guys jumped all over. And what we saw is a boy decided to become a girl and was allowed to use the girl's bathroom. And something absolutely horrific happened in that bathroom and not only that bathroom but was allowed to be ha happen in another bathroom because it was covered up explain what happened at that time and your involvement with american principles project and that experience at that time 
Well, the most tragic thing about uh, what we uncovered and exposed and used to flip voters from Democrat to Republican is that we have been warning people about this, right? There are these transgender bathroom laws that Democrats are passing all over the country that would do one simple thing, allow any male at any time to enter any women's private space as long as they claim to be a woman. Mm -hmm. And what we saw was in Loudoun County, not only did this happen in one school district that allowed this to happen, allowed boys to go into girls' uh, private spaces, a girl was sexually assaulted, they covered it up, and they moved the kid to a new school. Why? Because they were trying to pass it throughout the entire county. And they didn't want this type of story getting out and thwarting their efforts to pass their progressive agenda. It's so bad, Jerry, that I think the bigger thing, though, that the bigger lesson to learn is not necessarily that our kids are under attack. Our kids are always trying, you know, the, the, the corporations and the government, they're always trying to influence our kids in some certain way, right? But the bigger thing that we we took from this is that our government is being weaponized against parents being parents. So you saw yes. that father of the daughter in Loudoun County who showed up at the school board to voice his opinion and make his First Amendment rights heard, he was arrested. Mm -hmm. They came down on him. Then what did Merrick Garland do? He orders the Department of Justice to start investigating these types of parents as potential domestic terrorists. Right. This is insane. Our government is weaponizing itself against people that are raising the next generation of kids. Why? Because yeah. they want a whole they want the monopoly over your kids' hearts, minds, and souls. So those that were put in place to protect your kids are actually the ones that are encouraging the attacks and not protecting at all, is what you're saying. That's exactly it, right. And we're we're seeing this across the country. It's not just the federal government. It's not just random states. This is happening everywhere. It's mm -hmm. happening in red states and blue states. I just got back from filming our latest commercial. There's a, a, a mother out there who every step of the way, the state was weaponized against her. DCFS yeah. weapon against weaponized against her. The school was weaponized against her. The courts are weaponized. Everything's aimed against parents who want to protect their kids from all this sexualization, all this transgender nonsense. And it won't stop until groups like APP and others join and start making a political consequence for, for doing this. Yeah, we're, we're actually going to get into those videos. And it's, it's important, right? And I wanted to go back 12 months because people have to understand the progression of what's happening. This isn't just something shocking that happened in Virginia. This is happening all across the country. And in fact, you would think that people would wake up and realize, okay, we made a mistake, something went terribly wrong. We're going to reverse this and these, this radical policy is going to go away. But that's not the case. And I, at, at this point, I'd like to show your video that you have around um, grooming and, and pornography in schools. Let's see what J.B. Pritzker wants in your school. I can't wait to have your in my mouth. I'm going to give you the job of your life. Then I want you inside me. This is the kind of literature J.B. Pritzker wants your kids exposed to. Why does the governor want your kids exposed to this? So that video is, is very difficult to watch. Uh, and and if, you, if you don't start getting uh, uh, that righteous anger build up inside you as, you as you watch that video, then there's something wrong with you. And this is the type of stuff that's being shown to our kids and promoted into the kids' schools. 
without the censoring, right? I, and the, the funniest <laughs> thing that, uh, the funniest reaction we've gotten is from main, mainstream uh, media outlets and journalists asking me, you know, don't you find this ad offensive? Does Why are you putting this ad into people's homes? And I, I'm just flabbergasted, right? right? At least I censored out those words. At least I censored out and blurred out those images. Those books are in your kids' schools right now, and it's Democrats that are putting them in there. And it's not just Democrats that are putting them in there. Democrats are stopping us from removing them. So if you're a parent and you're speaking up, we just had this with Josh Shapiro in Pennsylvania. He's the attorney general there, and he was the lead uh, um, defense uh, attorney against a mom who brought the case. He dismissed the lawsuit. He got it thrown out. Of course. This is, this is the insanity. They want to groom your kids, and they, they call this book burning, right? They call this book right. banning. We're just getting porn out of the kids' schools. You can still read of Mice and Men. You can still read uh, The Catcher in the Rye. You can still read every other offensive book out there, just not like porn, right? Like it's a very simple request. No, this is, this is obscenity is what this is, and that's not allowed, that should never be allowed in our schools. Our kids should not be exposed to that. One of the things that you'll learn is it's not just in the libraries, these books. You can actually, most schools have iPads or something they can download. You can download these as e-readers, so you don't have to wait in line to check out these books. You can get it instantly if you want. So what they're doing, right, is they're desensitizing our kids to pornography. That's exactly right. They're they're getting to them at earlier and earlier ages. It, it, you know what they call it? It's so sick. We would call it pedophilia. We would call it grooming. Yeah. They call it sex positivity. Yeah. Sex positivity for for like grade school, middle school, and high school. Like what? We've come a long way from abstinence classes, right? We've come a long way from uh, you know safe sex education. <laughs> in schools. This is a whole new thing and it's totally weird and it's totally creepy. You know, I tell parents like you have to dig in under the hood. You have to lift the hood up and kick the tires and really see what's going on in your kids' schools because this stuff is happening everywhere. And there are a lot of people that want to talk to your kids about sex and they're the same people that shouldn't be allowed within 500 feet of a school. Yeah, no, it, it's disgusting. And, and so we go from this, this world of make-believe and this gender fluidity concept to now desensitizing kids to pornography. But they're not stopping there. And you guys actually have another video that demonstrates what I would say is the next step of this progression. We have an explosion of kids rather suddenly making an announcement that they are transgender. Democrats like Mark Kelly and Joe Biden support policies pushing dangerous transgender drugs and surgeries on kids, taking away parental rights. Kids are told elementary school, middle school, if your parents don't go along with this, they're not on your side. It's Mark Kelly's agenda for our kids and families. There are no gold standard studies about transgender kids. Zero. We have to go out there and stop this. Our children deserve better. So I, I thought that last video was hard to watch. I mean, this one is horrifying. I, I, I go from, you go from make-believe, right, to shocking, to absolutely horrifying. And, and that's the stage that we're on right now. So, so Terry, tell us how this video came about, what you learned from it, and why you put it out. Well, frankly, I got sick and tired of hearing uh, left-wing politicians and activists say that uh, these transgender surgeries on minors aren't happening. Uh, they are. 
And now, since we've come out with that ad, the left has officially switched their, uh, you know, talking points from it's not happening to it's not happening, but it's really good that it is. Um, and, and that's the stage that we're in. The reality is, is that children are getting double mastectomies under the age of 18. Right. The reality is they're getting what's what the left calls gender affirming hysterectomies under the age of 18. Yeah. They're getting their puberty blocked. They're creating cross-sex hormones. And this thing is, is that it causes irreparable damage. You that, can't that's the get key. your fertility back. It's not reversible. That's the thing that, that people are being misled here, right? They're saying, oh, we can have another surgery. You can reverse things. No, you cannot. Even puberty blockers, there's a lot of talk on, hey, that's just going to pause things to decide. We don't know the long-term impact of puberty blockers on kids delaying puberty. Well, we do know that the drug that's used to block puberty in minors is called Lupron. And you know where that drug is used primarily? To ca chemically castrate sex offenders. We're using a drug that's used to chemically castrate sex offenders on innocent little children. And we're, we're, we're making money off of it now. That's the late stage empire stuff that has so many people like you, like me, and like 75 other million other Americans who voted for Donald Trump last election um, is so outraged and up in arms. People are making money off of this, Jerry, and it's absolutely disgusting. Wow. It, it's it's absolutely terrible. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And it's one of the it's this concept of you give them an inch, they take a mile, right? You start off by saying, well, boys can use girls' bathrooms, and before you know it, the boys or girls are transitioning into a different sex. That's irreversible, and they have to live with those consequences for the rest of their lives. As kids, their brains aren't even formed at this point. Well, well, that's the that's the really interesting thing when they talk about puberty blockers giving the kids more time to make a decision. Guess what's really important for your brain to develop to be able to make good adult-prone decisions? Puberty, right? <laughs> All those hormones, they really develop your brain, and they, they actually develop your prefrontal cortex at an incredible rate during puberty. But here's the other thing, Jerry. Let's say that all of the, the health damage that was done, just the physical damage that was done, was reversible. Where do you go to get that time back? Right? Mm -hmm. Do we really want a bunch of, let's say a kid was uh, you know, 11 years old, got on the puberty blockers, blocked their puberty, then they turn 16, 17 years old, and they want to go through their natural puberty. Don't you think that's a little late to be going through puberty? You're, all your peers have now gone through puberty. You're the awkward one now. We're mm -hmm. actually making life more hellish. Who wants to go through puberty when they're 20? Who wants to go through, you're, it's a tough time in your life. You feel uncomfortable in your own body when you're 10, 11, and 12, and 13 years old. It's part of your life. And now what we're doing, the thing that bothers me though is I have three girls and mm -hmm. I, I have six kids actually, but three That's of them right. are girls. But the thing that kills me is this is, it's a 4,000% increase among adolescent girls that this is happening. This is happening. They're preying on people that are already insecure with their bodies. That's what's most evil. And they're laughing all the way to the bank. Well, what's in, we talked about the physical harm that's happening to these children through these surgeries. But the biggest one, and I think this is what you're saying, is the psychological damage that happens to these kids. So if you're desensitizing them to pornography, right, and telling them, hey, explore this, experiment with this, right, regardless of which gender you, you, you associate with, that that's what they're being told, you're going to mess up that kid. And it's going to take a long time. And it's this downward spiral. And then before you know it, maybe they go in for these surgeries. So the psychological impact at every phase of that, of, that, um, of that game that we're talking about 
is, is going to mess these kids up long term. I mean, this is our future. This is our future. That's exactly right. And what I tell Republican politicians is you have to stop this now. Even if there weren't political ramifications, there yeah. are societal ramifications here, right? Forget about your own you know, interests here. Do you really think the world's going to be happier, that America's going to be more productive with a bunch of sexually destroyed people where we've mutilated them as young children? Do you understand how expensive that's going to get the malpractice lawsuits and just the destruction that, that's happening right now, how we're going to have to pay for that down the road? These people, the suicide rate increases after they transition. Yes. Right? We need more people on this earth. We already have a depopulation problem. More hands make for light work. Right. And, right. and we're, we're killing them. We're, we're, we're depressing them at a minimum. And you hear the horror stories of these kids yes. that were transitioned at a young age and now have begun to detransition. It's horrific. I mean, the things that they have to do to keep their bodies up, the multiple surgeries that are required just to get to where their body can actually function normally, mm -hmm. the constant hormone treatments. It, it's a nightmare. No one should go through this. Well, there's, there's a lot of corrective surgeries that have to happen because when you start rearranging things and making it into a different part than it was originally intended to, that new part doesn't work the way it's supposed to. And, and a lot of times that messes up the body even further, requiring further and further surgeries. And I think that that is the point. So we see suicide rates go up after the transitioning. And by the way, that is the argument that we'll see the left brought up to us in saying, if you don't allow this in school, if you don't allow this teaching, you're going to, these kids are going to commit suicide because they're going to be confused and know what, what to do. Trust us, we'll teach them, and everything's going to be great. So it's, it's the counter-argument that they throw back at us all the time. And, and, and we're about to release an ad that will blow that lie out of, out of smithereens, yeah. uh, or into smithereens. It, yeah. it, the ad that we're about to launch this week is so powerful, so moving, and it destroys the argument that it's, these are life-saving treatments. Um, it, I, I can't wait for you guys to see it. It's going to be yeah. very powerful, but it's, it's all lies. It's all propaganda. If, mm -hmm. if a child is suicidal, it's not the gender dysphoria that's causing it. There's something else rooted there and we need to figure it out because getting cosmetic surgeries, changing the hormonal makeup of your body is not going to make you any less likely to commit suicide than a breast uh, job would do or, or yeah. anything else cosmetic or a new car or a new pony. None of that's going to stop you from wanting to kill yourself. There's something deep down that's wrong and we need to fix that problem. Well, it, it's evil. There's no other way to say it. it. It's an evil agenda. There's no doubt. So Terry, I think, you know, there's two steps to reversing this, this evil agenda, right? The first step is getting the awareness out, getting out the, the information of what's really happening in our schools and what's happening to our kids. You guys are doing a fantastic job of doing that. I'm glad we showed those two videos. I can't wait to see the third one that you're talking about uh, in the near future. That's step one. Step two, we've got to get these people out. The, uh, the elected officials that are allowing this to happen, they need to be voted out of office. And we have a major opportunity on November 8th to do just that. So are there any uh, races that you are particularly interested in looking at that, that's a must win to get, to get this reversed? Well, so... <laughs> Obviously, uh, <laughs> uh, Blake Masters is top of mind. Um, Adam Laxall. First of all, we need to. T a lot of these problems are rooted at the federal level, right? And I don't want to dismiss the state level because there's a lot you can do there. But a lot of this, uh, the federal government is mandating that insurance companies cover this stuff for kids. Uh, they're they're 
funding it through Obamacare. There's a lot of levers that we can do. So we have to take back the Senate. We have to take back the House, and we have to start putting restrictions. You know, we worked with Tom Cotton last year to uh, get what we called the Cotton Amendment passed, which banned funding for critical race theory um, and device, racially divisive concepts being used in federal programs. So mm -hmm. that is uh, that passed. We need to follow that same formula for transgenderism and the and the ideology of transgenderism, um, and just carried all the way through. So we need to take back the federal government, but also there's a lot of great state house or state and, and, and local races. Carrie Lake will be awesome. Tudor Dixon will be awesome. Um, we have to win back Georgia um, and we have to win back Pennsylvania. I think Doug Mastriano has a great chance. He's a he's a passionate man. Um, I'm very excited to see what he can do. Um, and I, I hope we'll, we'll be supporting him. And, um, you know, we're, we're, we're still out yeah. there trying to raise the additional funds. But <laughs> Doug Mastriano will be a great governor there in Pennsylvania. Um, and, and hopefully we can take back some of these state houses as well. Yeah, there's a, there is a lot of work left to do in the next couple of weeks, and, and no doubt it's good work. And I, I, I know we're heavily engaged, both of us in our organizations, in doing that. How do we wake up people and get them more involved? We need people to get out and vote. How, could they, how can they help other than voting? What can we do to wake these people up? So obviously you have to vote, you have to talk about this and not just online, right? It's one thing to be out there and, and speaking about it online, but it's really important that you talk to your neighbors, your family and your friends, right? Mm -hmm. it, it, these are the conversations that make it, we all know those family members that are just quiet Democrats. You know, we kind of let them be because we want, don't want to shake things up. Well, things are shaken up. Right. And your kids are being sexualized. Your kids are being destroyed. They're being targeted all across the country and in, in every different way that they can. If it's online, if it's in person, if it's in school, they're in your kids schools. Right. So, like, you can't really push this off anymore. You have to kind of make things uncomfortable mm -hmm. or at least be willing to risk things being uncomfortable. Um, so have those conversations with your family and friends and your neighbors. It's just, it makes it so much more real. You know, I can, you, you, Jerry, you and I can deliver as many campaign ads in front of these people as possible, and it's gonna move the numbers. But what makes it even more real is when their family member, their friend or their neighbor actually brings it up to them and, and, and pushes the conversation. And you might not win them all over on that first one. They're probably not gonna believe you because so much of this stuff with sex changes for kids. I mean, think about it. I just said sex changes for kids. Did you ever think we'd be talking about this or that it'd be happening? No, no one's going to believe it. But they'll research it. They'll find the facts and um, hopefully change their minds. But you ha it starts with those conversations, those one-on-ones. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and look, here's the thing. If you're silent, you're, you're, you're going along with this evil agenda. It's that simple, right? You need to stand up and say something about this because our kids are under attack. They're being destroyed. And we said... That is our future, and we're allowing it to happen when you're silent. No, that, that, that's exactly right. And these, these kids are going to be future voters someday, yeah. right? And if, if you're starting off third grade learning about this crazy stuff that you saw in that ad from the book Gender Queer, um, you're not going to be voting conservatively. You're not going to be voting uh, American. Right. You're going to be voting progressive and Marxist and communist because you're going to be broken. You're going to have a distorted worldview. And that's if you think about it, like sex is very simple. It's where life begins. It's mm -hmm. the it's where life is conceived. Right. So when you right. screw up sex, when you make sex degenerate, you make humanity de degenerate. And that's why the left is so focused, because if they can twist and screw up sexuality, they twist and screw up and create chaos um, throughout all of the rest of uh, civilization and humanity. 
You know, we recently just had uh, Tiffany Justice on for Moms for Liberty, and they're doing some great work at the school board level. Are you guys, what are you guys doing at the school board level? Is there any opportunity there? Because I know as a, a father of four, not six, but four, um, I've been very involved with these school boards, and it, it's shocking. So there's a lot of change that has to start there. What are your thoughts? Uh, so I, we, we believe that this is kind of like a sandwich. you got to handle it from the top and the bottom. And the school boards are the bottom, right? So, you know, we just talked about how a lot of these problems are rooted at the federal government. The federal government has federal grant agreements and they tie strings to it. So all this like diversity, inclusion, equity, that's all rooted from the Department of Education and, mm -hmm. and, and Health and Human Services, all of it. So we have to cut it out there. And that's APP's primary focus is the federal level. But... I'm, I'm excited to tell you guys that we just uh, ex did an experiment in Polk County, Florida, where we helped, uh, we invested in four uh, school board candidates in their local race. Two of them won outright. One of them is going to a runoff. Mm -hmm. That race right there will determine the makeup and the control of that county school board. Um, and so we're going to be reinvesting money there, helping um, um, get that person elected and over the finish line. But yeah, it, it, it's not our specialty. It's not our forte, but it's super important because if you change all that at the federal level, but don't do it at the local, it's all for nothing. Yeah. Um, and, and vice versa, because, you know, these schools will have to give up if you don't take over the federal government, these schools will have to give up 30% of their budget on average That's right. uh, by not going along with those federal grant agreements. So we've, we've got to solve both problems. Well, that, that's fantastic, Terry, and we're, we're so grateful for all the work that you're doing, uh, APP is doing. It's, it's, it's fantastic. It's much needed. If someone wants to get involved with what you guys are doing, how do they do that? It's very simple. Um, two things. Uh, you can go to our website at AmericanPrinciplesProject.org, or you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Truth, Social, Getter, all of that at just Schilling1776. So S-C-H-I-L-L-I-N-G 1776. That's great. Well, Terry, it's been an honor and a pleasure for, to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for all that you're doing. Thanks so much, Jerry. Thanks for having me. Well, all right, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and supporting conservative media. And don't ever forget that by working together and staying diligent, we conservatives can bring our country back to true greatness. Until next week, let's all keep praying that God will continue to bless America. First Right, a new kind of news summary without the liberal slant. Every morning, in your inbox, always free. Subscribe by texting FIRST RIGHT to 30161. That's FIRST RIGHT, all caps, one word, to 30161.